Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 31st episode of the Believe in the Long Run podcast series. I'm your host, Dom Santina. I know it's been a couple weeks since we've had a podcast episode, just been trying to find a guest to come join us on the show, and man, did we hit a home run this week. I'll tell you about who's going to join us in just a little bit. But first, hope all of you had a good Thanksgiving and enjoyed the holidays, even with what's going on in the world right now. Since we've been gone, I do have to give a little shout out to one of my nearby hometown teams, the Batoski Northman Women's Cross Country Team. They claimed their first ever state championship at the Michigan State Cross Country Championships. They ran the weekend of November 6th and 7th won their first girls championship for any sport outside of skiing so big congratulations to them I was lucky to be there and witness it and it was pretty cool to see a school from northern Michigan win a state championship in cross country congrats to all the local teams that I witnessed at the state championship I also want to send out a congratulations to any other individual runners or teams that went to their state championships as if they were held I didn't check to see which ones might have been held or might not have been held but if you did go congratulations to all of you if you're listening out there want to thank our re- last guest that we had on the podcast I know it's been a little bit and I'll refresh your memory but it was Danny Shanahan joining us from Nas Elite and Hoka, and let's uh, promote our social media. We always start the show off promoting our social media, so you can find us at Believe in the Long Run on Instagram and the Long Run Five on Twitter. That's where you can stay up to date with what's going on with the show and catch all of our updates, promotions, and anything involved. Or if you want to contact us, that's how you can get in contact with the show as well. So go check those out. Follow like them, and stay up to date with what's going on with our podcast series. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast episodes. It's on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Just search Believe in the Long Run. Obviously, you found it because you're listening to this one, but while you're here, scroll down listen to some other podcast episodes that we've had. We've had some pretty good guests here on the show, and we have another fantastic one here today. So, with that being said, let's introduce this week's guest. He got his bachelor's at the University of Tennessee in kinesiology, master's in exercise physiology from the University of South Carolina. He's ran quite a few great times. His 5K time, 14.55, 10K, 30.57, half marathon, 110.28, and a marathon of 2.31.58. He was the high school state champion in 1987. And he was the USA Track and Field Masters Trail Marathon National Champion in 2009. Now, his name is Greg McMillan. If that sounds familiar, that's because he's the founder of McMillan Running. And what has McMillan Running, if you're not familiar with, what have they accomplished? Well, let's just give you the laundry list of results. So they've had over 10,000 Boston Marathon qualifiers and counting that continues to go up. They've had people in the Olympic Games in 2008 and alternates in 2012. They've had people go to the Olympic trials in 1996, 2000, 2004, and 2008, along with 2012. 
They've coached world champions in 2001, 2003, 2005, 2007, 2009, and 2011. And they coached people into the Pan American Games in 2003. They've helped coach 12 national champions. And what gives him this experience? What, uh, what are his credentials? Well, he's a USA Track and Field Certified Level 2 Endurance Specialty RRCA Certified Coach and Lilliard Foundation Certification Level 5. So, a couple certifications there, but a laundry list of good quality results. He started the McMillan Running Program, which you can find online now, and he's going to tell us all about it, and let me tell you, I know I've said quite a few times that it's a good uh, interview that you need to listen to, but this one might top the cake. This was a very, very good interview, and probably is my favorite. I learned a lot in this one, so with that being said... Let's get Greg McMillan in here to the podcast, and he's going to tell us a vast amount of information about what he studied, what he learns, what he knows, and try to explain that all to you, and hopefully, if you're like me, you'll want to go check out McMillan Running More after you're done listening to this interview. Let's bring him in here, and welcome to the Believe in the Long Run podcast, Greg McMillan. On your mark. Um, first things first, uh, just thank you for taking time out of your day and being able to join us on the podcast. You bet. First, how did you get into running to begin with? Uh, in elementary school, in PE class, they had, you know, kind of one of these uh, where you did all sorts of different events from the softball throw to the standing broad jump, etc. And they had the mile run, and I won that each year in my elementary school and then at the county championships. So naturally, the high school coach just watches and waits for you to get to middle school and high school, and uh, then he invites you to join the track and cross-country team. So I kind of got started early from that standpoint, but really got serious about it in high school. Okay, I tried to do a little bit of research. You First went to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga before going to a couple others. Did you run there or did you just go to study? No, I, I had a running scholarship at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, and I went there for three years. Uh, but then I really got into exercise science, and they didn't have an exercise science program, so I transferred to the University of Tennessee Knoxville, which is the main campus of the University of Tennessee, and they had an excellent exercise physiology program. Uh, and so that's what I studied for my undergraduate and then subsequently my graduate degree as well. Yeah, I noticed that. What made exercise science so interesting to you? I think once I really got into running, I just was searching for everything that could help me be better. And so naturally, when I went to college, I just simply wanted to keep studying. How do you get better as a runner? What are all the ingredients that go together to help you stay injury free, fuel yourself, uh, you know, build a body that can handle the training and then, of course, perform well in the training and the racing itself. So for me, it was a selfish endeavor. of I just wanted to get better. And so studying exercise science was a, a great way to um, to do that. When you were studying exercise science, did you think about coaching at that time or was it something that came together after you graduated 
I didn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a goal of mine to be a running coach. I was really studying it again selfishly, just so I could get better. Uh, and I assumed I would go to physical therapy school or something like that. But if you study exercise science and you're a good runner, like I was then people start asking you questions. And I was so excited about what I was learning and my experiences as a runner that I would happily share with them, uh, you know, anything that I thought could help them. And of course, then they ask you, Hey, what's a good workout. And then suddenly what's a training plan. And suddenly they call you coach. So it wasn't a, a sort of intentional to become a running coach, but it was more just my interest in helping others and sharing what I had learned through my education and my experiences. And then, of course, once you start coaching and you get that wonderful opportunity to help people kind of go from where they are to achieve some things that maybe seem a little scary at the beginning, work with them through that process, it's really something that's so rewarding. So uh, I've just always been coaching since. When you started all this, what, at what time did you decide to start the Adidas McMillan Elite Program? Uh, that was in uh, 2007. I had, uh, like a lot of, I think, coaches that kind of worked in that elite world, we wanted to provide more opportunities for up-and-coming distance runners to kind of get in a group setting, continue to advance from their collegiate days and see if they could go to the national or the world stage. So I really followed the sort of model that Joe V. Hill uh, had created at Team USA California and Hanson's and Zap. There were several different programs that had started in around 2000. So that was the goal was to provide that program to give, you know, just some up and coming athletes that said, hey, I want to train and see if I can really be good. Give them that opportunity. Was there any moments that were special or stand out during those times that you look back on now and kind of realize how special they were? Sure. I think any time that you coach people that win national championships or participate in the world championships or the Olympics, those are, are certainly really special moments because you know you're with them every day. So you know the highs and the lows that they go through. You know the struggles that they've had. You know what it means to them. So that was obviously some of those are standout moments. We also we won both men's and women's, uh, the team competition at the U.S. Cross Country Championships. That had never been done before, so that was really fun. We swept the podium at the U.S. 25K Championships. So, you know, events like that where you really see it come together, you see the athletes go out and perform at their highest and achieve something, you know, that means so much to them. Uh, that was really, really wonderful. Now you're on to McMillan running. What kind of started this whole adventure with your training program and company that you've now founded? Yeah, that started well before McMillan Elite. Uh, McMillan running started in 2002, and that's because I had been coaching another Olympic development team before that, and people still wanted to work with me. And so I kind of put up the website as just a, a way to engage with them at that time. And then it just kind of grew and grew and grew from there. Um, so that was it was really just a, a vehicle to be able to work with more people because at that time sort of the online world was just now getting started and it allowed me to work with people across the country and now across the world uh, through the online mechanism. 
So for those of the people, for those people who may not know what we're talking about when they're listening, what is McMillan Running essentially? McMillan Running is a training and coaching resource for runners. Uh, whether you're getting ready for short distances like 800 meters all the way up to ultra marathons, I uh, provide different resources and tools, calculators that can help them dial in their training so that they can get more from it. They can stay injury free get more success from the training that they're doing and of course we offer training plans training and coaching personal coaching uh, all of that sort of uh, menu of options for athletes depending on what they need so we can just help them take them from where they are to what their goals are and be with them through that journey so as I said earlier, I was looking at research and stuff, and on the webpage you have a list of everything the program's kind of accomplished. When you started it, did you ever think it would be as successful as it is today? No, I felt like the the thing that I was happy that I was doing was that I was successful from the start with the full spectrum of runners. I'd worked a lot with new runners, charity marathon groups, a lot of age group athletes, athletes that were experienced and they wanted to place in their age group or break some particular time barrier or maybe qualify for the Boston Marathon. And then I also was successful with the front of the pack, the elite runners, those who are really kind of going for the gold. And so I felt like I definitely had confidence that that was uh, that the approach of understanding what works for each type of runner was important and that that would be something that if I could share that with more and more runners, it would give them an insight that their training needs to be individualized to them. And what works for one runner may not work for the other. And combining my own success as an athlete, my success with coaching these variety of different runners, and then studying exercise science, I feel like I really had a system that if you kind of got inside the system and worked through it, you would reduce your injuries, you'd have more uh, positive training, build your motivation, and run faster. So I kind of had an inkling that it was good because of the thought put into the individualization nature of it. But of course, you're never sure um, until you kind of get going, but it's certainly been rewarding. Well, there's definitely a laundry list of accomplishments. I mean, if you had 10,000-plus Boston Marathon qualifiers, Olympic Games, uh, Olympic Trials, World Champions, list goes on and on. Kind of going back to the question we had earlier about the elite program, is there ones that stand out more or more special to you than other ones, or are they all kind of pretty special? Well, they're all special. I feel like, and every coach will tell you this, when you work with any athlete, it doesn't matter their speed. It's really about the journey from them starting where they are, maybe having a goal that's a little bit scary, maybe a little bit like, oh, is this is this too aggressive? Can I do it? Having that sort of uncertainty. And you work with them, and you, you go through the highs and the lows of training, which is the same no matter if you're at the back of the pack or the front of the pack. And you work with that athlete, and then you see them achieve something that just a few weeks or a few months before, they only kind of dreamed about. They maybe didn't really believe it was possible. I've had so many of those experiences. Even today, I just got several emails of athletes who have accomplished something 
that they didn't think they could do just a few weeks ago. So that is what makes coaching so special, I think, is that you're just working with people through that journey. And so anytime you get a chance to kind of live with people through those highs and lows, uh, that's always special. Well, if people have been listening and they've heard all this success but still aren't quite sure if they want to sign up or not, why should they sign up to join your program? Well, it's a complete program. I think the sort of comprehensive nature of it, first, the the training is very sound. As I mentioned, it comes from a background of exercise science and experience uh, with myself as well as coaching so many athletes. But I also build in a lot of flexibility so that it works within your life schedule. I think that's what hurts a lot of athletes is a lot of training sometimes can be too rigid and it doesn't allow the flexibility you need because life happens. You have to make adjustments. And so the, the program should be set up to allow that wiggle room so that life can still happen and you can get your training in. I also include my prehab programs. That's your core and strength and mobility routines within the training programs themselves. I think that's really been helpful to reduce the injury risk so much. You know, runners get hurt all the time. It's like 50 to 70% of runners will get injured as they go through a training cycle. We've gotten that down to 8%. So we've really reduced the injury rate in athletes by including these pre-app programs and that flexibility and trying to empower them to make those adjustments that you have to make on a day-to-day basis based on how you're feeling and listening to your body. So to me, that's uh, something that people are excited when they try it. And you can try it for free. The run team has a free trial. You can try it for two weeks and see that comprehensive nature of the programs and how they're set up. And that's part of, I think, why people like it so much and are having so much success is because the training's really good. It fits in their life. It keeps them healthy, and that keeps them motivated. And, you know, if you're motivated and you're able just to keep training, you can really take your fitness to new levels. Absolutely. So along with everything else that we've already mentioned, you decided to get into writing. You've been an author of a couple books. What inspired you to get into writing? When I was an undergrad, I had an English writing course uh, as part of my degree program. And the, the professor uh, really encouraged me to write. He liked my writing style. He liked the content. He, he was really encouraging. And I think like a lot of people, you know, if you have a teacher or a coach or somebody that sort of takes an interest and gives you that little nudge and says, hey, you're pretty good at this. Why don't you keep doing it? That's really got built my confidence that the way I wrote and what I was writing about was good. And I kind of learned the craft through that. And then I just had more and more opportunities to write as I started with, you know, the local running club newsletter and then went to more of a national newsletter. And then, of course, to Running Times and Runner's World and some of the larger publications. And then, of course, writing books as well. So it's something I've just enjoyed doing. I was encouraged to do it when I was younger. And I really enjoyed the process of trying to take experiences and concepts and put it in a a way that is really digestible no matter where you are in your running career that you can get something from it you can apply it uh, immediately to your training if someone wanted to purchase your book you have it on the mcmillan running webpage. it's called you only faster if they were looking for a book to read why should they buy that one 
that's uh, I'm really happy with this book. It's exactly what I wanted. It's it's not a traditional uh, how to run book. It's more of how to figure yourself out and then take those lessons and apply it to your training. So I start immediately in the book with here are training plans. And now here's how you need to evaluate the training plan so that it fits you better. That's my whole sort of philosophy is that what works for you may not work for your training partner and vice versa. So we need to start digging deeper and learning more about you so we can tweak the training plan so it fits you better. It doesn't make sense for you to do a training plan that doesn't kind of mesh with your unique physiology and psychology. Certainly there's general principles and certainly we have to get ready for the race distance, but within that preparation, there's a lot of individual tweaks we can make that make the training work better for you. And so the, be- the beginning of the book is all about evaluating yourself. That's why it's you only faster as the title, because it's not, hey, here's a, a cookie cutter plan and this works for everybody. It's like, hey, you need to evaluate your training and learn how do you respond to different types of workouts? How do you recover from different types of workouts and how do you adapt from them because that might be a little bit different than other people and once you start realizing more and more about yourself then your training plan can be tweaked slightly so it gets even better for you your injuries go down those bad workouts those kind of stinker workouts that you hate to have they start to disappear you start to get fitter easier because the training is fitting you better. And so the book is a lot about how do you figure yourself out? The steps that I use when I'm working with an athlete, it's almost, it's written like I'm sitting down with you and we're going through this process together to figure yourself out. Once you get that down, and of course it's an evolving process, you really start to see your training get better and better and better. All right. Well, that sounds like an awesome book. I'm probably going to have to get a copy myself. But um, we've talked a lot about the McMillan Running Program. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that people should know about? Well, I think, you know, it's it's really got famous for the running calculator that's on the website. It's super popular. And in the training programs and all of our pre-ed programs are there. So it's, it's a welcoming system. The Run Team Program, which is kind of our online training platform, is really set up to help people encourage each other. It's a place where you can you know, uh, sort of vent about those bad runs and get support for other people, stay accountable, uh, be motivated by what other people are doing, and of course have me as the coach along the way to help you toward your goals. So we try to really build it as, you know, a one-stop shop where you can come in and really get everything you need to to train better and race faster. All right, now we're going to switch gears just a little bit for this one question. When you do get free time from everything involving McMillan running and training and stuff, what do you enjoy doing? I really love camping with my family. We're big campers, so we like to get out and camp in nature as much as we can. And I've kind of gotten a little bit addicted to golf. It's such a different sport than running, uh, but it's fun to kind of take a break from the endurance exercise and do something a little bit more relaxing with my buds. Yeah, it definitely can be just as mentally challenging, though, as running can be at some times. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you need to have mind control, just like in training, for yeah. sure. 
Yep. All right, this is one last question that I've kind of started asking everybody. If there's one thing you can take away from running, what would it be? It makes life better. It's almost it's as close as a panacea as we have for anything. It helps people physically, mentally, and emotionally. So that's why it's so wonderful. Anytime you can sort of move your body across the earth on your own two legs, I think there's, uh, there's just value in that. Uh, from all those different aspects, and that's why people fall in love with it and find it's so rewarding in their lives. All right. Well, thank you, Greg, for taking time and uh, joining us on the podcast. You bet. Thanks for having me. I mean, was I right or was I right? That was a fantastic interview by Greg McMillan. I learned a lot, and I'm definitely, once I finish this up and get this uploaded, going to go check out McMillan Running. I've already looked at their webpage a couple times to get a little background information for this podcast episode, but I think I might have to just sign up for maybe one of his training plans or at least go check out that two-week free trial. You should go check it out as well, and we will put the link with the post to the website so that way you can go check it out as well. Very, very well worth it, and once again, we want to thank Greg for joining us on the podcast That wraps up episode number 31. We're going to try to get another guest in here and keep it rolling, get back on track with some weekly podcasts. But for episode number 31, before we go, just make sure you subscribe so you stay up to date with when we post a new podcast. And then go check out our social media at Believe in the Long Run and the Long Run 5 on Twitter so that way you stay up to date. And you know if you aren't subscribed, when our new podcasts come out, and who's going to be on the podcast, or maybe any details that we share as well. That's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone stays safe. Hope everyone continues training. Get out there, go for a run, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.